0: Charlie Landing is the founder of Best Agent and presenter of Moving Home with Charlie. The problem is not estate agents, the problem is the control and power behind the scenes that sets the rules of the game in the industry. The fact that I just don't go along with the whole industry bullshit narrative doesn't mean I'm not on your side. To have any chance of delivering more movers, a better moving experience, I've also got to solve the problems that good agents are facing. And that's what I'm here to do. Good morning, everybody. Apologies for the poor camera quality this morning. My technology is not my friend today. You have days like that and your technology is not your friend. My coffee is though, so. I hope you're having a good Tuesday. hope you had a good Monday um, in today. Today's show, I'm going to be talking to you about probably one of the best, if not the best lesson I learned from working with the state agents in the last 25 years. And it was a long time ago. It's really early on. I'm just going to quickly touch on the news first. So a quick scan of the news this morning uh, and the most, I think, Again, pipeline protection is the theme of this morning, and focusing on deals rather than instructions, so you actually get paid, is a focus of of mine at the moment. Talking to agents, and this article out on estate agent today this morning uh, has data from uh, Spectre shows that in two thousand twenty-two, so a year ago, just under half the properties that reduced in price in January had sold by the end of February, but this year, as you can see here. it dropped to th- uh, just 39%. So in other words, 60% still remained unsold despite a price drop. Now, the only um, conclusion we can draw from that is that uh, this year, the price drops haven't been dropping far enough to catch the market. And so 60% of people dropping their prices are still missing the market as it drops away from them. On average, I know that there are areas where that's not happening, but on average across the country, that is happening. And of course, I know that the agent's number one frustration so far this year has been uh, uh, sellers with unrealistic price expectations. But of course, sellers with unrealistic price expectations aren't just a waste of your time. Um, They actually cost you money. And so I want to go straight into the theme of this morning's talk, which is uh, one of my first uh, really Im- important clients was Douglas and Gordon in London. And, and i we provided them with their CRM system in the early 2000s. And as a result, we were invited to, to, to most of their events. And I remember going to an event that was actually an industry event up at the, the Islington uh, Business Design Center. And I remember doug um, Ivor Dickinson, the then managing director of Douglas and Gordon, giving a talk to a room full of estate agents. And he put up a graph. And the graph showed that. The, it was time along the x axis, and it was fall through rate on the y axis. and it was just it was just a curve. It went it was almost a sort of straight line like that, but the longer it went. so the the more time it passed, the higher the number of deals fell through. And it was over quite a long period of time, and it was for uh, over there I think twelve or fourteen offices they had at the time. And he said that that discovery, that finding, I, it sounds obvious when you think about it, the longer a deal takes to to complete. the the higher the chance of falling through but he said that when they actually did the data across all their offices and saw how absolutely you could almost map it in terms of projecting your offices uh, exchange income actually informed their whole strategy of philosophy as a company that focusing on holding deals together once agreed was by far the top priority an even higher priority than winning new instructions because and this is the thing that i i went on having having that in my mind and factoring that into the development of the crm systems i was building um it made me realize something that actually as an estate agent nothing costs you more money uh literally nothing costs you more money and not just money nothing costs you more in re- reputation in time and in money than a deal that falls through now i know that you all know this right but If you actually stop and quantify it, it might make you recalibrate your priorities, the priority with which you approach your days, your daily tasks. Think about how much time and money it costs you just to win an instruction, how hard it is to even get in the door to do a valuation when everyone just picks three agents at random out of 15 or 20 agents. So your chances of being picked are already less than one in five on average. Um, And then once you're in, you're then up against two other agents. And if you're a good agent, you're up against overvaluing bozos in, in the other ones I, I i understand the pressure for overvaluing because of sellers all wanting too much money but but the really skillful agents will not just cave into a seller's ridiculous expectations they'll, they'll manage the expectations and manage them so you, you know you get in the door up against three and you finally win that instruction and perhaps the instruction is on at a slightly higher price than you wanted it to and you've said to the seller well we look if you really insist we can start at that price and then drop it down. And then you start doing viewings and you start getting your team to ring around all the applicants and say, we've got this new listing. And you're now spending yours and your team's money and time. And then you start doing viewings and you start showing people around. And then eventually it might take one, two, three, four, five, six months of viewings. You finally get a deal agreed. And you still haven't received a penny. Not a penny. It's been months just to get that one property onto your books and then under offer. And now is when the hard work starts, right? Actually holding that together, especially if it's in a chain. And this is where the really outstanding agents separate themselves from the rest, which is their skill in holding a deal together and hold, and chain management. Because actually there is no higher, more profitable skill as an estate agent than being the kind of agent that knows how to hold deals together in the first place and how to hold chains together compared to ones that just, put the deals together and hope that they hold together. And oh, well, lots fall through. You know, so nothing. So your pipeline, right? Your pipeline is the, is the total value of all the fees of the deals agreed in your pipeline that have not yet exchanged in your pipeline. And typically, you will have a feel for what the typical fall-through rate is in your pipeline. And whatever it may be um, is what you're used to. But right now there is a higher chance. There was that story out in the Telegraph yesterday about how many, how, how there's this sudden spike in gazundering and buyers, Or maybe it's because of down valuations, maybe it's because of uh, discoveries of problems with the property, but maybe it's just a bloody-minded buyer at the last minute going, actually, you know what? I'm dropping my price by 10, 20, 30,000 pounds. And that, of course, is a threat to your deals as well. And it's, it's incredibly frustrating to you, not only on, the, on behalf of your seller clients, but also your agent, um, sorry, Uh, yourself and your fees when a buyer pulls that trick. And and as a result, the deal falls through. It costs, it's just that there is no more painful or more sharper loss of money. And that is why I always say at the end of these morning shows, don't forget, start by chasing up your deals. Now, on top of that, I can remember working with some agents who were so averse to deal fall-throughs and they had the highest instructed to sold ratio of any agent that I ever worked with. I mean, it was consistently 90%. And how do you think, 90%, that's just not possible. The owner of this business was like, I will not take on a property unless I know the seller is committed to selling it. I'm not interested in taking a listing that might or might not sell for the sake of a chance of a fee. I'm not prepared to invest my time in something that I don't think is a very high chance of going through. And the second thing is like, we won't entertain, we won't even do viewings unless we think a buyer is actually ready to proceed. We're not going to waste our time viewing someone someone that lives the other side of the country has got something they haven't sold yet. When we got other buyers in, 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 a, in a weaker market, maybe we will, but in other words, they were highly selective of the proceedability, not only their sellers and their buyers. And then after that, they then focused relentlessly on keeping deals together. They didn't let a single deal have a day wasted or whatever chasing was needed was done as the top priority, first thing every single morning. And in fact, he put in, it, it, we worked together to work this priorities out. And, we, and he agreed uh, after my recommendation. And again, I stole this idea from Douglas and Gordon. And it was, a, it was such a good idea. It wasn't stolen because Ivor Dickinson had made it public. But I said, you know, whenever someone comes back to their desk, maybe they've been out on a viewing or another meeting, you come down, sit down at your desk, very first thing, always. Is there a deal I need to follow up? Is there a phone call I've missed about a deal deal progression? Is there a solicitor I need to follow up or an offer? Or do I need to, if, if there's a slightly shaky deal, do I need to call the parties in that deal to help hold it together? Be preemptive rather than reactive. And that led to this extraordinary 90% success rate uh, on instructed to sold properties. And not only that, it made him incredibly successful as an agent financially. Um, I I remember the numbers were were phenomenal. It was a a relatively small agency, but the numbers, the actual earnings were absolutely off the chart. So I just wanted to recap that because in 25 years working with agents, there are five, I think, game changing lessons that I've learned. And that's one of those top game changing lessons for agents. Uh, it doesn't just make you more profitable. It doesn't just protect your income. It protects your time as well. So your pipeline, you need to treat your pipeline. I mean, your pipeline is your payday, isn't it? Right. And what you don't want is to see money falling out of that. And again, it might sound like I'm stating the obvious because all I say, well, I know that. But yet, do you find yourself spending more time chasing new business than you do protecting your pipeline? In this market, when deals are the shakiest they've been for a long time, when deal transaction volumes are lower than they've been for a long time. Uh, there hasn't been a time since, since 2008 when protecting your pipeline and prioritizing your pipeline protection, <laughs> prioritizing pipeline protection was more important, right? And your clients will thank you for it too. Where, not only will it pay you in terms of actual getting your fees over the line and getting the deal done, but your clients whose sales you protect and save will also thank you and your reputation will be better so it keeps on paying as a strategy it is the most profitable strategy you have is protecting your pipeline at all times but even more so in a difficult market now um guys i hope that's helpful um that's all i wanted to say today um if you haven't yet joined the best agent whatsapp private agent only group um send me a private message on LinkedIn uh link to my linkedin profile in the description below um, uh, that is imminently about to, to to come to life um it is strictly agents only and it is a safe private place for agents to discuss best agents plans to dismantle the toxic power structure in the industry um, so that we redress the imbalance where the top 10% of agents by market share are getting 50% of the market, even though they're they're not that much. In fact, some of the top ones have the worst instructed to sold ratio of all. So they do not deserve that position on number one market share. And that's what we wanna change because that will will be uh, a better experience for movers who will stop choosing the wrong agents for the wrong reasons. And it means more agents will get an opportunity to talk to more clients for the right reasons. More moves happening first time out, more agents, losing for your instructions. It's a win-win-win. Guys, uh, I look forward to talking to you in the Best Agent WhatsApp group. Um, if you haven't already set up your account at Best Agent, go to bestagent.co.uk slash agent. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Uh, do we have any hellos from agents in there? That's morning? Hello, Fee. Morning. Um, Have a great day guys, send me your questions and also please if you've got, I'd love to hear your stories of bad mover behaviour, I would love 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 to be able to share examples and anecdotes of movers behaving outrageously so that we can just make sure that the whole narrative in the press about the moving industry is not just about bad estate agents. There are bad estate agents by no means, (laughs) Can can we deny that, there are and part of my mission is to end bad estate agency. Um, but it's important that we redress that balance and go, it's not just agents. There are movers who behave badly as well. All right, guys, have a great day. See you tomorrow, 7.45. Bye.